Tuesday with Tamika. Thank you guys for joining us for yet another week of Tuesday with Tamika. You guys already know we count it an honor and a privilege just to be able to come before you guys and share some wisdom, insight, our opinion, and just, you know, share with you guys just some of our thoughts. Um, We know that this past week has been heavy. Shoot, we know that this year has been heavy. As we're entering into September, actually today is the first day of September. So welcome to month if not, or not. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> yes. Already. Already. And I know like it just seems like what next? And it's almost like I don't know if anybody has ever been in an airplane and you start to have this turbulence. And the the um airplane person, the what is that called? The pilot, pilot. <laughs> tells you <laughs> tells you, you know, that, that you're getting ready to land and you kind of have to brace yourself because you know that that landing may be a little bit rough. Us entering into the fourth quarter of this year, hopefully we're getting ready to land and hopefully it's going to be some pleasant things. Um, but I don't want to, you know be the bearer of bad news or to be the one that says uh, maybe not but you know this year has just been full of surprises and I'm praying that we finally get a little bit of peace and rest but what if what if we have to brace ourselves and it's another thing that happens you know how are we going to handle those things and that's really what we wanted to talk about today on this podcast, um, just the resiliency of the human spirit of, you know, Black people as a whole, but as people, just people in general, because we have been getting hit like left and right. I don't know um, if anybody has ever, you know, if you old school and most of our audience, I know, you know, are either 80s or 90s babies and you guys all remember Martin, the show, Martin, right? yeah. <laughs> and that one episode where he, where Martin got into the, the boxing mat, which Tommy <laughs> Hitman Jones and his head, he, I mean, he got beat up. He got lumped, lumped <laughs> he, really badly. He got lumped. And that's what I feel like 2020 has done, but 2020 has also brought us some amazing I mean just amazing things um I don't want I I am a total like pessimist and I just always see wait no I'm not a pessimist right I'm an optimist I always always try to see the good in everything and you know it's been a great reveal God has revealed some amazing things to us but there's also been a lot of success like 
This yeah. podcast has been a tremendous success. Uh, P got married. Uh, yeah. You know, there's there's just been, and I know a lot of you guys have a lot of wins. And, and you know, we want you guys to share those because it's very easy for us to just focus on the bad, you know. And this Tuesday, you know, we all know the obvious. If you have social media, you know that one of our beloved actors, um, Chadwick, passed away this year or this week, last week, actually. And that was a blow. You know, it seemed like yeah. things were kind of, well, I'm not going to say things were getting better because in that week, we also saw uh, Jacob Blake uh, get shot mm-hmm. seven times in the back. We saw that young teenager that killed two protesters. Uh, we mm-hmm. saw, you know, we just wrapped up the Republican. Um, what is that called? What's that thing that they do? The not you know, I don't know. The bullshit. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we just saw that. You know, the week before that, we saw the Republican. And no matter what political, you know, we're not a political podcast. No matter what political podcast, I mean, no matter what political party you're a part of, yeah, you probably know that both. We up against some stuff. Like both yes. candidates are not trash. ideal. Yes, I'm a just do. Like that's what they do. It's you know, and and that's the hard thing. Like it used to be like, okay, we just see things different. But I respect this person. I respect this person. But these last few have been like, all right. It's either like it's a rock and a hard place, no matter what. And and throughout the years. Neither party has done anything to fix what's happening in the black community. So it's just neither like, party. You and I'ma say it, and y'all could get mad at me and turn off this podcast right now, but neither has our beloved Obama. Like nobody has done anything no, to help exactly. the black community and to help, you know, just the state of our world. So today we just want to but we don't want to get on a rant. We probably yeah. will rant a little bit throughout the podcast <laughs> because also one of the things that we saw this week, I don't know if you guys saw it, but there were 40 children, nearly 40 children, 39 <laughs> children that was rescued from a, a um, house in Atlanta, Georgia um, that were being trafficked, sex trafficked. Yeah. 40 children with the youngest being three years old. Man, I mean, just saying that like turns my stomach. and and. Okay, you guys. So if you're following me on Instagram, you guys know this week I did a video. Usually my videos are like, you can do it and don't stop. And, mm-hmm. you know, and that's truly my, you know, who I am and what I'm about. But this week I posted a video just kind of saying for us to open our eyes, because this thing that happened with these babies, I believe in the in the coming weeks, in the coming months, we're going to see a lot more of that. And unfortunately, some people that we've held at high regard, mm-hmm. I don't drop no names, but people that we love and we, mm-hmm. you know, buy their music and watch their movies and we, you know, believe in them and we voted for them. We're going to start seeing some very sick and wicked stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just want us to be just to, again, like that airplane landing, brace yourself. Don't mm-hmm. get, don't feel like, um, you know, don't lose hope. Don't lose hope first and foremost. And don't just um, allow this thing to catch you by surprise. Like this is warning. We're, we're, 
here to kind of inspire, but we're also here to warn. Um, but I'm going to stop running my mouth. Y'all already know what it is. P going to come with that good insight and she's going to be able to wrap up all this. She She's like my translator. So when <laughs> I, I, just, <laughs> I get to all this rambling and all this good stuff, she's able to to articulate it in a very educational and just good way. So P, what's up? What's good with you this week? It's just all been crazy. Like, honestly, like I've, I've honestly haven't been able to watch any um, of Chadwick's like, whatever, you know, it, you know how they post old videos or pictures. It's just been really hard to accept. Like, I just like, like, I just have been kind of looking at those pictures like, oh, that was nice. He looked nice at the Oscars. And that was mm. I haven't been able to accept what those pictures are saying. Like, I don't read the captions. Like, it's just, because it's just too much. Like, I can't catch a breath. Like, in this, with this whole Jacob Blake thing, it's just like, come on, friends. Like, like friends. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just yeah. catch a breath, even? Yeah. And, so, yeah. And, and then on top of that, with the stress of this good old virtual learning, praise God. <laughs> and yeah. just so much as a black person as a black woman de- dealing with even like Megan the Stallion and her shooting and just it, everything is just pre- it's like a pressure cooker and it's just like everything is building I just feel like all we got is Jesus hallelujah girl that's all we got <laughs> but that's all we need so that, oh, come uh, on that's so, all we need so that's all I got to say, because this is a that's man. That's all I got to say about that. So God bless y'all. Love y'all. Happy Tuesday. What do you mean? Happy Tuesday. God bless. God bless. No, seriously, you know, I, we didn't even talk about Make the Stallion. And, you know, initially when we were um, coming together and talking about what we were going to record this week, we talked about, like, current events. And this was this was before um, our beloved uh, Wakanda, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Wakanda away. forever. Wakanda forever, bro. Like before uh, that happened, we were talking. <laughs> we were talking about just current events. Um, me and P differ a lot on just some some different stuff, and so we were wanted to talk about the WAP video and um, but, you know, uh, the voting and all that stuff, and then um, and then all this stuff happened, like in mm-hmm. the interim of us. Um, wanting to talk about current events. And I think that we're going to infuse some of that, but she brought up Megan the Stallion. And yesterday we were briefly talking about, you know, how one thing, that, so, so this is what I love about people and particularly black folks. Like we find humor and joy in everything. And I think the reason why we do this is because as a people, we've been beat down so yeah. much for so many years that we just try to find the joy. It's a coping mechanism. Like, I think we do it in our family the best. Like, you don't want to sit at the kitchen table with, like, the siblings because it's really inappropriate. <laughs> we like, are very in- Nothing that we're talking about is funny, but we are in stitches laughing. If you guys even had a peek of our group chat, and I know some of y'all got some group chats out there that will, people will be like, are they like, what? Are, are they, they saying? They they- <laughs> and 
And I know for our family, because of the amount of trauma, because of the, some of the things, we've just <laughs> used it as, P, P said it well, we've used it as a coping mechanism. And I think as a people, as a whole, Black folks, we have, we take things that make us uncomfortable, things that, and we turn them into memes, we turn them into jokes. Our comedians are extremely inappropriate, but yeah. it's funny. It's funny yeah. to us and it's a way that we cope. So we were talking about, Okay, so first of all, P says she hasn't been able to watch any of Chatwick's videos or anything. I watched a video where he did a commencement speech at Howard. And I mean, just talking about it is going to bring me to tears because the strength of this man like, mm-hmm. is undeniable. But one of the things that he said is that I, I really took out of it is struggle pretty much um, determines who you are. So mm-hmm. when we're when we're going through life and everything is good, everything is easy, um, you that's easy. But when you yeah. go through struggle and when you go through hard times, that kind of defines a man, defines mm-hmm. a woman, how you handle that struggle. And that was kind of the the um what he was talking about. And then he used my favorite scripture. You know, he talked about Jeremiah 29 and 11. So although you're going through these things, God knows the plans and thoughts that he has for you. And I was so just like in awe of this man. One, to know that he had been struggling with colon cancer for over four years and no one knew about it. No one knew. Well, I don't know if people knew. I didn't know about it. I had no clue. The Um, general public didn't know about it. it. Exactly. So his wife, the people close to him knew. However, in that span of that time, how many movies did he produce? How much work did he do? How much like that? He his speech that he did years prior to him, you know, having cancer, he pretty much spoke into his life and said, you know, just because I'm going through this, I'm still going to produce. I'm still and it just speaks to the human spirit and it speaks to the resiliency that's within us. But what me and P were talking about and P you can kind of elaborate on this a little bit about because we were talking about black folks and, and making fun of stuff and, and the Megan Thee Stallion <laughs> and us making fun of stuff and none of us knew what he was going through but the terrible memes and stuff that people yeah. were making and the memes that people were making about Meg so P let's kind of dive into that a little bit and how you were talking about just being kind well, and let's be clear, we weren't making fun of anything that was happening, but we were just making fun of how we make fun of everything and that we how we don't understand um, a lot of the times what people are going through and the importance of kindness. Like a lot of the times we are quick to judge and talk about people. And if, if someone is not in a space or are really if, if what we see is not uh, determine or understood or comprehend did that this person is in this space or that space uh then we just make fun and say things uh, and then you know and then at the end of it like someone like Chadwick just died oh we want to oh praise God you know bless him and all of that which he deserves he deserves every prayer and every blessing there is possible on this earth for him but this is a lesson to how we need to be kind and not judge and not assume and not make fun of everything all the time. 
Yeah, I agree. You know, and we were talking about even with the Meg the Stallion, like I didn't find any of those memes about her being shot like funny at all. Because I don't think it's funny when any woman is hurt or abused or any person for that matter. Um, But especially black women, as much as black women go through in this country, I just don't find it funny, you know, and I did. I personally didn't see any memes, uh, but I know he was losing a lot of weight or, you know, things were happening and and people Mm -hmm. just just assumed and just made fun of. And, you know, my stance on it is. Imagine how that made him feel, you know, or imagine if someone makes a meme of you because we all have memeable moments. Like mm-hmm. there's things that, I mean, I'm sitting here looking like a whole meme right now in this bathrobe <laughs> and my hair all over the place. Like people could take that, take these moments that were not our best mm-hmm. and make a meme of it. And I feel like that as a culture, as a society, that's what we've done. And we, it, it dehumanizes. It it um, takes away who we are as people, even with uh, the shooting of Jacob Blake, like it desensitizes us. Like you keep seeing these types of mm-hmm. things and you just scroll through it and you like, man, another one, another one, you know, and, and, and it beca- and I honestly feel like you guys, it's a setup. It is a setup for us to not feel anymore because the world felt what happened to George Floyd. But how many have we seen since then? At least five or six. We've seen since when was that? Um when did George Floyd May? It was it was sometime mm-hmm. in May. Since uh George Floyd was murdered, we've seen we've heard about Breonna Taylor. We got mm-hmm. the information. You know, we have we've seen this stuff over and over and then you almost it, it doesn't hurt as much anymore. It they desensitize us. Mm-hmm. It's and so but, I want to go ahead. Not only that, though, I feel like I feel like a couple of really strong things that have been that I've been wrestling with is is one when an unarmed black man is shot, we march. But when an unarmed black woman is shot, we mean. And then the Ooh. other thing that I've been wrestling uh, a lot with is so this happened they are charged or not charged or whatever. But the fact that this is happening, people are protesting. It's not deterring it from happening. Like if I was a, if I was a police officer right now in the climate of the country, I would, I would try to think twice, you know, like this is what the people are protesting. This is the very thing I'm about to do, but Hey, I don't care. Seven bullets. Why not? Like, like, and so it's just, I just feel like we're stuck in the matrix or something where it's just like, uh, we as a black community, we're fighting, and people are saying racism doesn't exist. But every other week, an unarmed black person is shot, and then they want to say, "What about black on black crime?" Or what about you know, you're arresting those people, you are charging those people. Those people are going to prison for life. Yeah. So yeah. okay, and then let's not talk about the crime you got against y'all community. Like, oh, why weren't we? Why didn't why don't white crime happen when Columbine happened? Right. Or or any other white terrorist shooting that has occurred. Like when they shot up Ariana Grande's concert, I'm sure there was quite a few white people in that uh, audience. But we don't know. Nobody ever, nobody ever screamed out, we need to stop this white on white crime. No. And then on top of that, 
when so-and-so beats up their woman or when so-and-so, you know, shoots a woman or when men since the beginning of time talking about how big their Johnson is and where they want to stick it and bring that, shake it and drop it and, and, oh, you know, come over here. But then the moment that the girls say, oh, yeah, you want me to do that? Bring that money because you already know you the hoe, not me. Mm-hmm. The moment the woman say that, oh, Lord, let's clutch our pearls and we got to grab our Bibles. And I ain't saying, you know, I ain't the one to put my, my wife on the internet or nothing like that. Praise God. That's my husband. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's just weird. It's just weird to me. It's weird. And so it's, and it's weird that we have to, to me, it's so weird that I like have to come to the podium and explain, <laughs> like, you know, like black yeah. women have to come to the podium and explain why, even though we will continue to our last dying breath to stand up for our black brothers, because they are born from our wounds. So we cannot help it to stand mm-hmm. up for them. Why can't y'all stand up for us? Why do you have to explain? And then we have to deal with another one of our brothers being shot. And yet we have to explain. And even <laughs> in the midst of that that video, because um, there was that, you know, we, we got a very small snippet. Um, I did see a larger um, portion of that video um, that, of course, is not, no one's talking about or no one's um, explaining where, uh, Jacob actually he got out and he was stopping those two ladies from fighting so mm-hmm. this is this is my problem with um it just kind of expanding on everything that you said um uh, the brother that was recording the brother that was in the and and I you mm-hmm. know gosh it's so hard to say like you gotta jump out and you gotta you know, stop it. But there was a brother recording this whole thing. And he was just like, oh, dang, whoa, whoa. Where the sisters were right there screaming at the police officers. Stop. No, don't. Like, how yeah. much longer? How much longer are we going to have to be that? Like, how? Why? Why does it continue? Why is that narrative continuing to play? And we are constantly posting. We are constantly protesting. We are constantly. And there's so many layers to that. And there's so many layers to WAP and all that because I'm going to pray for, for Sister Cardi and Sister Meg because <laughs> they, in my opinion, they need to knock it all the way off. Like, save the WAP for your husbands or for your, but, you know, that's their choice and their freedom mm-hmm. or whatever, but I feel like it's something deeper even with that, and mm-hmm. I don't want my, do- I have five daughters. I don't want them, I, I don't want them partaking in that, at you know, at this yeah. young of age. I when they get married, I'm going to tell them you better whop it and you better throw it in the circle. But see, that's the thing. That's the thing, though. When you marry, you you better know about it now, but not a second before you say, I do. How are you supposed to know about it if you can't know about it? Not no, say, I, no, I tell them. I, I teach them about it, but I don't want them to feel like this is something that you can nah. do with any and everybody. I don't want no. them to feel like yeah. they can just be spreading their legs to whoever wanted because woman empowerment and if I want it I can get it. I don't want them to have that belief because there's so but many do you, um, do you not want your daughters to have that belief or your I children I don't want my sons I don't want my children okay. to have that belief praise God oh, and that's all praise. that it needs to be that's <laughs> I mean, all that it needs grace, to be by because- the grace of God both of my sons that are of age have only had one girlfriend each and I don't know about their sex life 
but I, I, I know I ain't no grandma at 40 Very years old. Sad. I know that much. I know that I'm multiple, you could be multiple times with a grandma. If you could multiple be, times, because my dad was a grandfather at our, our dad was a grandfather. I think at 36, 37, mm-hmm. because I was out there whopping. And I don't want that for my children. I don't want my children to be teen moms or to be teen fathers or to be teen. You know, I don't want that. And so I I started teaching my kids about sex at seven years old. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I teach them about it. And I, I, I don't tell them nasty stuff. But, <laughs> but the basics, you know, you. but I think that's what's important is is we can't, as a community, just be out here teaching our daughters how to be chaste. And then we're teaching our sons how to be players like that, was, you know. People who slick sometimes sly. You know what I'm talking? That's, and so if, that's we're not, real. if we're not teaching our young teens how to respect our young queens, then who do you think these men are out here having sex with? Your right. daughter. Your daughter, right. you taught how to be chaste. We grew up in the church. How many people been pregnant? Girl, too many to, uh, especially my generation. We were all married by 18 and most of us divorced by 25. So. like. I I always had the reputation in the church that I was just some wild thing, just doing the most, just because I was very real with just who I am. Like, I'm just like, but but then I wasn't the one pregnant because I had sex enough for birth control. Holla! Because I wasn't lying and and sneaking. But the one that was pregnant was the ones that were, had the dresses down to their knees on the altar every Sunday. The most committed to the Lord, the most you know what I mean? And I never advocated for my lifestyle. Y'all read your Bible. Don't follow me. I'm nobody. <laughs> so, please please don't follow, me. follow us. Read your Bible for yourself. But I mean, we're, we're kind of all it's over the place. Honesty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We're kind of all over the place today. And I think that this is a direct... Um, reaction to just how we're feeling and I'm sure how the world is feeling yeah it's our emotions are all over the place you know um so there's a couple of things that I just want to drive home uh one is it it's okay to be hurting two it's okay to be healing and three it's okay to be happy like you can have all yeah. these emotions all in once you know I, I follow a lot of people on social media that all they post is the narrative, the narrative of like Black Lives Matter, da da da, and that's a whole nother. Never mind, that's a whole nother thing because <laughs> never mind. But um, we'll we'll get to that at another point because Black lives definitely matter, like definitely, definitely, without a doubt, matter. But the organization, we got to do better because as yeah. P kind of briefly mentioned okay, we protesting. Okay. We marching. Okay. Now what's really going on? Where the money at? Where, where's the, what's really going on? But we're going to get, we're going to, you know, we're going to, we're going to table that for another moment. (laughs) Um, but, and it's okay to, you know, so in the midst of everything that's going on, I don't want anybody to feel like you can't have joy. You can't experience happiness within your family, within your friends. and, And you just have to be mad on the internet and posting mad stuff and like you can laugh you can be happy you can show your joy you can can take a break take a break take a break you can know what you can't consume and know what you can't consume and don't try to consume it all 
Yes, absolutely. You know, and, and it's okay to heal. You guys already know hashtag therapy works go. Mm -hmm. We are as a world, as a people, we are experiencing trauma on a level that so I posted this week. So there's this real brief, I'm going to try to make this real brief. There's this uh, thing in mental health, we call the ACEs study. And the ACEs is adverse childhood trauma, right? So there's things that happen in a person's life that then we th we then rank them and it kind of mm -hmm. determines what type of um uh mental health, physical health, emotional health, how all all those things will uh play a part when they get older as they go through life and right now collectively as a world, as a community, as a people, we are ranking so high on yeah. the because we are seeing things that humans are not supposed to see. It is not normal to watch somebody get like that creates such high yeah. trauma to just yeah. watch somebody get shot seven times in the back. And and they play it on the afternoon news. Like it's nothing like it's nothing. Right. Like that creates so much trauma. Hearing yeah. our president say God awful things. That's, you know, he's our leader. He's our, mm -hmm. he's our covering. He's all of those things that creates trauma. You know, mm -hmm. here this, this, uh, virtual learning stuff that's stressful. That's <laughs> trauma. The COVID-19, you know, I was at uh, one of my nephews going away party last night and people are like, is it real? Is it not real? And then you have at, at least a handful of people saying no, like, my wife just got out the hospital from it. This person just, so mm -hmm. we have this sickness that we don't know when it's going to come or go that is causing trauma. You know, we have the, the protesters still, these kids are seeing stuff through social media, through, you know, they TikTok feeds through my kids are constantly talking to me about what does this mean? What does that mean? What, you know, and it's causing so much trauma that it's going to take us maybe 10 to 15 years before we actually know what's going on. But I can tell you this, when this is all over, we are going to have a higher rate of physical ailments. People are going to be sick because trauma physically hurts your body. Like it causes physical pain, um, hurt, pain right? So people are going to have diabetes and, and all like, there's just all these physical ailments that are going to come from that. Mental illness is going to spike. Depression is probably on an all-time high. And if you are feeling depressed, if you are feeling down, please, please, please email us at TuesdayWithTamika at gmail.com and we can get you some resources. But search out your local, you know, get your insurance and call them. And, and it's, you can, it's okay, Black people. It's okay to go to therapy. It's okay, white people. Because I can't imagine being a white person in this world right now. You know, my yeah, white Especially friend, if, if you don't agree with what's going on and you have no idea what to say or how to help and right it's 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 hard for everybody like it's just the state of our world is is a dire mess and for anybody to think that is this is going great like what's happening right now is going great um you're living know. in an alternate, yeah. alternate universe or something because <laughs> It is crazy. And I'm telling you guys, it's, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but it's not going to be, I wish I could say once we get over this in 2021, but within the coming months, I just feel something very deeply in my spirit that we're going to have another wave of, of something bad that I don't know what it is. So don't start emailing me and say, what Tamika, 
I just know deep down in my spirit. So real briefly, I had a dream a few months ago of two waves, like getting ready to crash on the world, not on just America, not just on California, but on the world. And there were two very big angels that were holding back the um, wave. And Jesus was contending for us, like not yet. And, Mm -hmm. but these angels were almost like, like struggling to hold back this wave. And I I know that eventually God's going to, because God, we, God is amazing. He's graceful. He's merciful. He's loving. He's all, but he's also the God of wrath. And this, Mm -hmm. we have been doing some very terrible things as a people to our children, to our elderly, to all, you know, to the weak, to people, people, the, the, the amount of bloodshed that has been happening Mm -hmm. in our world is ridiculous. We're only talking about America, but do y'all know what's going on in Yemen? Do you guys yeah. know what's going on in Saudi Arabia? Do you guys know what's going on in Africa to so these yeah. little girls? Do you guys know what's going like worldwide? There is just sickness, evilness mm-hmm. that's happening in our world. And God's like, bro, like, how, bro, knock it off. So I just feel like he has to cleanse because that's who he is. That is who he is. And he's going to cleanse and he's going to bring order. Before Jesus come back. So y'all better get y'all life right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pray. <laughs> Repent. You know his way. That, the Lord, that the Lord is real. The Lord is safe. Yeah. Man, if if you if you want to know where to start, go to Acts 238. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've kind of I've kind of said what I've said. I just want to say something really um briefly. I know that you guys are probably like, what the heck? Like we're what all over the place. Episode about exactly. <laughs> That's what I don't good. even know. I know what our this episode. What is this episode about? That Period. that is gonna be the title of this episode. What is what is this about? What's going on? What is this about? Because it's about, it's about everything. Because that's how you feel. That I like that's how I feel. I feel everything right now, which is hard when you feel everything. Yeah. Like, all the emotions, all the feelings that you can possibly feel in your human capacity at the same time. It's a it's a huge overload. It's a huge overload of emotions. And you really have to learn how to compartmentalize. You have to learn how to uh, practice like calmness. You know what I mean? Because you have yes. to, to kind of lose it. But you, it's important to try to keep it together. It's so important because everyone needed like we're communal people. And I feel like everyone is playing a very vital part of what's going on. Um, gosh, there's so much going through my head right now, Lord, please. Um, so, okay. So before I'm done and then I'm going to pass it over to P to kind of just wrap this up. Um, I I just wanted to briefly go over the five stages of grief because a lot of times we think of grief and we have an amazing episode with our cousin Tasha, good grief. Um, I'm going to actually post that as well. Um, at, on our IG stories on different things because that was a really good she she really explained grief in a very phenomenal way shout out to you Tosh yeah um, and then I also want to uh, tag the uh, episode that we did with our other cousin Lisa where she talked about a church and mental health yeah. because that is very I know that a vast majority of our audience are believers and we want you guys to know that it's okay as well. Like God gave us therapists. She's actually a yeah. clinical therapist that God gave her the wisdom to go through that. So it's okay. Like 
of course, pray, of course, read your word, of course, fast, do all those things. But it's also okay to connect. The Bible talks about good counsel and and us coming together and having people to help us. Um, But the stages of grief are denial. So if you're feeling any of these things, because we're all grieving, grief is not just when somebody dies or you go through a divorce or a break. Like we're all grieving the stuff that we're seeing, uh, the way our world is just going. We're in a, a stage of constant grief. So yeah. denial. So so some of you guys that are saying like racism isn't real and that those of you that are saying that this is all a hoax, you in denial, baby girl, baby boy. So you yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. anger. So those of you that are feeling just this intense anger of like you want to do something you know you want to go and you know you the first person that says something you know out of pocket to you you ready to knuckle up and fight like yeah. you're grieving you know you're grieving yeah. you're grieving and then there's the stage of bargaining which I think a lot of us probably are in where we're like well maybe it's not or maybe I should be doing you know I was talking to someone yesterday And she was like, well, what should I do? Should I do this? Should I do? And she's totally grieving because she's bargaining, trying to figure out how to even navigate this world that we're living in. Um, Depression is is another stage of grief where you just are depressed. You don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to, you deactivated all your social media accounts. Mm -hmm. Only thing you watch is something like Lifetime movies. (laughs) Jeeks, you owe me a soda. You know, because you're just depressed. You're just totally depressed. Um, You're grieving. The other one is acceptance where you, and I feel like this is where I'm at. Um, But, but here's the thing with these stages of grief, you'll go in and out of them. There's not, it's not like it's a cycle and you'll start with anger, denial. No, you'll go some, some days you may be angry. Some days you may be denial. Some, because we're in a constant stage of grief. Um, There's some, some days that you may feel like intense depression. There's some days that you may feel it like accepting, like it is what it is. And at this very present moment, that's where I'm at. I just feel like this world is trash and Maranatha, which means come Lord quick, like, come on, God, like, let's go. Because, you know, although I also feel like occupy this time, like I, I can't wait to make my millions. I can't. So mm-hmm. I, it's so weird. Like, it's so weird that this space that we're in, because like he said, this podcast is about nothing and everything because we're all feeling it. We're all mm-hmm. feeling all of those. So other than that, um, our community spotlight this week is nobody is yourself. <laughs> like, like yourself. Everybody, everybody just love yourself. You, you spotlight yourself. You love on yourself. You um, just be kind to yourself. And you, your neighbor. And your neighbor, bro, like, it's that simple. Like, love yourself, love your neighbor, and we gonna be good. Like, we could we could bring peace and order back to this world if we, those two simple things. Um, and if you need a, a resource, we still have our 21-day gratitude journal that has been incredible. People yeah. have told me the um, release and just the, 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 I don't know what the word is, P, but just what, how it has really helped people in this journey of life and navigating through life. So you can email us at TuesdayWithTamika.com and you can um, still get a journal. Um, P, go on and wrap us up. I just want everybody just, like you said, love yourself, love your neighbor and, and commit and try. 
like everybody knows I'm newly married and everybody knows what it's like to be newly married first time all right and but it's just such an exercise of true commitment and true love because when 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 you are going through hard times it's hard to kind of find that joy that love but when you have God in your life it's not that hard to find he instills you with joy it fills you with a sense of commitment that even when things aren't easy you find a reason and a way to love so love yourself Mm. love your neighbor trust god and hold on because it ain't over yet it ain't over yet so brace for that landing continue to lift as you climb continue to live a life to inspire and not impress Until next Tuesday, we love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye.